Gonzaga. Do it for the greater good. Lose this basketball game and make everybody who continuously picks chalk feel bad. Brian Middleton would be included in that one for at least the bracket challenge that I know he picked Gonzaga in. And for the people like Brent Martineau and Austin Lane, but mostly Brent Martineau who just go chalk, 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 chalk like he does in the golf picks, which is how he's like beating everybody by like 1,400 points. It would just feel good. So we'll keep you updated on what's going on with Gonzaga. By the way, this is Action Sports Jack's Overtime on ESPN 690. Should have started with that, but I thought the Gonzaga thing was a little more important. Brian Middleton on the ones and twos. Uh, Gonzaga picker Brian Middleton. I did not go chalk. I picked Tennessee to win it, but I'm Casey Kurtz. I'm with you as well. We got you till 7 o'clock, and then we will give way to Westwood One's coverage of more of the NCAA tournament. And I really like how they're doing it. Brian, I don't know if you've caught any of it yet because I know you sleep when other people are awake due to your work schedule. But it's kind of like a red zone type thing. They have like a featured game. So like earlier today when I was listening uh, on my way in and whatnot when I was here, the featured game was uh, Michigan, Colorado State. So you heard most of that. But then when they went to break, they would like flip to another game. So you'd go to Providence game. Then when any game started, they'd take you there. Uh, so, like, the Memphis game started. They gave you, like, five minutes of that. But then it got close with the Colorado State game, so they went back there. I really like the way they're doing that. So, uh, tonight, you will get more of that, all the action that's going on, and we'll have that for you throughout the entire evening. And I uh, I saw some people on Twitter, Brian Milton, they checked in from Charleston, South Carolina. They said, hey, just so you know Charleston, like the people out there, you can listen to the – March Madness games on ESPN 690, even in Charleston. I said, this guy must know Brian Middleton. So do you got people out here, like, promoting our station in Charleston? I mean, I may have a little something. You know what I mean? Okay. I got some people up there, so you never know. I'd have to see the name. But I'm saying, it is true. I've told you before, man. I've driven all the way up to uh, Columbia. I-26 heading towards Columbia, maybe about 10 or 15 minutes before you actually hit Lexington County. And uh, I was still getting uh, FSU football at the time. Yeah. So it was, uh, yeah, that was wild. Yeah, it's, it's crazy how strong the signal is, and that's why you can get at us from Daytona over towards Orlando a bit, up to Charleston, wherever you at, you can get at ESPN 690. So we're going to keep you updated on the tournament. I just threw Gonzaga on on my phone, and the only other game in action right now is the North Carolina Tar Heels up 30 on the Marquette Golden Eagles. Kevin Lyons, if you're listening, tell the fam I'm sorry about that because – I know there's some support for Marquette in that household, but 30 points. I wasn't sold on North Carolina, Brian, and they are winning by 30. Well, you shouldn't be sold. So I'm glad that they're playing up to their potential, but nothing, nothing, nothing yep. this entire season, save for maybe the way that they, you know, showed out in Coach K's final game, would give you the idea that they were going to blow out anybody by 30 points in any round of the NCAA tournament. So, you know. You know, fool me once, right? That's what yep. they did. But, like, your past behavior this whole season, why am I going? I picked Marquette. I did the, um, I feel like it was uh, Brent, Brent Marquette. I picked Marquette. It's another game up on Brian Middleton. Yeah. And, well, I don't know if I picked it in the one that I, I'm in with you. But I did, I, I did pick it on the $1 million challenge one. So oh, on ESPN690.com you're talking about. Yeah, that's a, I like the way that you always promo. I like that. Sound so, I mean, look, kudos to them. Great job. We'll see. We'll see. I like that. I like that. By the way, we've been keeping track of that throughout the show. Uh, we do still have a perfect bracket. That goes to our guy John right now. Is still perfect. Um, 
I'm not going to give out your government name, John, but we appreciate you participating. Currently has a perfect bracket. I can't see the bracket, so I have no idea if you pick North Carolina or Marquette. So that might be coming to an end. But for a while there, we had three perfect brackets. I'm not going to give out everyone's government name, but one person I am. For a while, one of the perfect brackets through uh, five games was one Amanda Kurtz. You familiar with her, Brian Middleton? I am not. Who is that? Yeah. That's why I thought she, her government name is not actually Amanda Kurtz yet. It's getting there, but not yet. She had a perfect bracket. I was I was pretty proud because here's the thing: she yeah, has two brackets. That? Who was that though? Yeah, uh, she she. Uh, how do I explain her? Okay. I would say. Do you know this person? I I'm do. Sorry. Okay. <laughs> then how do you know her? I'd say we're we got married recently. Oh, you talking about Amanda? Amanda. Yeah. Oh Amanda, my bad. Amanda. Hey, you know it, it rolled off the tongue so well. I didn't even catch the fact that you said the first. Okay, my bad. Go ahead. All good. But uh, so she's got one in on ESPN690.com. Who, by the way, she's tied for second. Uh, as it stands, and then she has one in our bracket challenge that we're in, and she did not ask me for any advice or anything, but she did pick, pick Gonzaga to win, so I am, you know, hmm. I am rooting against her in a weird great way. Great minds, yeah. Well, no, don't say great minds, because half of the world picked Gonzaga. Great minds. Okay. Listen, man, it's the same thing with, and I'm not advocating for stereotypes, what I'm saying is, though, oh, no. sometimes, sometimes the stereotypes that you may have, the positive ones, maybe a few of the negative ones, are based somewhat in certain truths. It doesn't mean that it's 100% true all the time, but it's based off of certain things. Usually, if it's a healthy stereotype, it's based off of things that have happened in the past with a team, with a person, and you can kind of predict the future. Like, oh, I see this in that person right there, so I think I know what I'm going to get. I think I know what I'm going to get. Now, with uh, Gonzaga, Casey, I will say this. Mm -hmm. They're due. Man, listen, man, since 2015, I had to look this stuff up. 2015, man, they've had multiple Sweet 16s, multiple Elite 8s, multiple runner-ups in the NCAA championships. They're due. They're the Georgia Bulldogs of college oh, basketball. They're the Green Bay Packers oh, of the NFL. Oh, I hope they're more like UGA, though, just for my sake, oh, so that I can pick a goodness. winner. You know what I'm saying? But they're due. Mark Few has been there for all my life. <laughs> That's a long time. Oh, he's, been there, he's been there for all your life. Literally, that is true. Almost. So I'm just saying, man, they're due, right? Right? You would think they're due. Don't tell Georgia say that though, because they are. They keep and one in. Gonzaga's up four right now, but man, they up and they're just the fan section is cheering. You know, we also just a side note again, just to keep rambling for a bit. So I went to Georgia Southern University. Yeah, you did. Proud. Georgia State like to come up and say that they were the real GSU. Nah, bruh. Okay. Georgia Southern, okay. the real GSU. Yeah. Huh? Don't come down to Statesboro, Georgia, talking that Miss Atlanta. Do not come. How? Don't do it, Atlanta. How? How does Georgia State already have a dude that fouled out? Too hyped up. There's ten minutes to go in the game. Ten minutes and twenty six seconds. He's only playing. <sighs> All right, whatever. Listen, it's a four point game there. Gonzaga leads, but uh, Georgia State very well in it. Uh, but don't come down to Statesboro, Georgia, acting like Georgia State is the real GSU. Brian Middleton will get on you. So, anyway, Action Sports Jacks Overtime. Uh, the plan for this uh, chunk of the program was to talk about Baker Mayfield and him requesting a trade from the Cleveland Browns in a spot that he might end up. But I don't know where this is going to go, if this is going to spark a longer discussion. Brian Middleton, Carolina Panthers fan, well-known. Sam Darnold is the quarterback of the Panthers. Uh, well-known, I'm a fan, uh, but he just didn't get it done last year. If the Carolina Panthers traded for Baker Mayfield right now, I'm saying if because they have not done that, but if they did, Brian Milton's reaction would be what? 
Initially, I'd feel like it was one of the worst moves they've done probably in the past decade. Listen, wow. man, let Baker find a new environment, a, a fresh start somewhere else, man. I'd rather us, if we're not, if you're thinking about trading for Baker Mayfield and you already done the Sam Darnold stuff, the experiment, which, again, last time I talked about this, I said, I guess I was wrong. I was like, yeah, you know, he was with the Jets. And, you know, nobody succeeds with the Jets, even if they're, like, really good players. So come down to Carolina, I, I'm a little iffy about it, but they went 3-0, and and I was like, I guess I really had it wrong. And then Same. and then the rest of the season uh, happened, and I was like, I had it right, just like I have this Gonzaga pick right. I know That's I a foul. I'm um, telling you so, why that's a foul. I, but I just don't want to start over with Baker Mayfield. I'm good. No, we don't have – we don't – listen, we – don't have Odell Beckham Jr. and Jarvis Landry. Not yet, but they're both free agents. Yeah, they're both free agents. Well, you're not going to get them. Yeah, that's, that's number one. But I, just tell Baker to go somewhere else, man. Like, I, And I don't hate him. I just rather them start all the way over. If they're going to sign Baker Mayfield, then let it be like one of those prove me deals. One year, maybe two years. Like, that's it. And still drive the quarterback. Yeah. Like I don't like I want to just start from scratch. We're good. I get it. You got players there who are, you know, in their careers right now. You don't always want to rebuild, especially if you're like an older vet, five, six, ten years in the league. You want to win now. That should always be the mindset, quote unquote. Nah, man, just start as a fan, just start over. Just start over at the quarterback position. If you want to get Baker in, don't sign him to no four year, hundred and fifty. Two million dollars guaranteed. Like, don't please don't do that. Please don't do that, Carolina. Yeah, it's it's funny. You said in the in the break, which you just uh, definitely said right there was just start over and do it again. But I think it's I wonder the pressure on Matt Rule that he's under right now to find a quarterback, get and get a quarterback. Like you you swung and missed once, and now does he feel the pressure to go get a guy like Baker Mayfield? But I do think it'd be fascinating that. He just traded for the third pick in the 2018 draft in Sam Darnold. Now he might trade for the first pick in the 2018 draft. So what does that tell you about the 2018 draft? You should have drafted the guy that went seventh overall in Josh Allen. By the way, top ten in that draft, just for fun, Baker Mayfield, ugh. Saquon Barkley, not healthy, Sam Darnold, ugh. Denzel Ward, okay. Browns had picks one and four that year and didn't end up with Josh Allen, just to tell you that uh bradley chubb to denver okay okay quentin nelson great pick uh josh allen again fantastic roquan smith also good mike mcglitch mcglitchney keep it a buck i don't know who that is huh? yeah that's what i'm saying he plays tackle nice and then 10th uh josh rosen so raw deal that was a josh rosen got a raw deal he no, he, Josh Rosen was not good. The whole Arizona experiment was a raw deal. The, the head coach, yeah, no, no, got a raw I, deal. I do agree with that. Uh, Josh Rosen got a raw deal. Like that's just, a good call. That is a good call. But as we found out, he wasn't any good either. Uh, you know, okay, I'm with you. I can't. I don't have any stats to yeah, prove otherwise. So okay, so if the if the Panthers are like, you know what, Josh Rosen got a raw deal. We're gonna bring him in right now. What would your reaction? Because be? he's definitely a start over type deal. If you're trying to get Baker Mayfield, Baker thinks he's gonna be yes, there. Sir. For the next 10 years. I don't want you 10 years, Baker. You don't even want him one. You don't even want him one. So we're monitoring the Baker Mayfield situation. We're also monitoring the Deshaun Watson situation. Apparently he was supposed to make a decision today. Uh, I'm watching the Twitter unlike yesterday. Yesterday I was not watching the Twitter. 
news came down during the show. Miles Jack was heading to Pittsburgh. We didn't get that. Uh, I saw that on my Twitter mentions, but that's cool. Uh, I missed that one. Won't, won't make the same mistake today. So we got Adam Schefter locked and loaded. What we do know, Eli Apple is returning to Cincinnati, and I'm sure that's going to make some wide receivers in the league happy that Eli Apple <laughs> once again has a job. Big penalty waiting ahead. I tell you what. I tell you what. But we got to hit this first break. We got a lot to do. March Madness. I saw what I said. Uh, cash or trash it. All those things will come up in the next hour. Action Sports Jacks Overtime ESPN 690. Stick with us. We roll along Action Sports Jacks Overtime on ESPN 690. The Gonzaga news is not good uh, for me wanting Gonzaga to lose. They're up like 12 now. We'll probably cut the updates on that. Uh, immediately. North Carolina is still up a ton of points, 33 at this point. Uh, so not a lot of competitive now that Gonzaga's uh, pulling away. Not a lot of competitive basketball on right now, but still keep you updated on that, the big story of the day. Caught this one on the YouTube, and it interests me. Uh, King Lucas says, how much do we have in cap? Would like for us to sign Collins, untag Cam, draft Neal, or Cox? So, I, 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 I'm going to tell you, Brian Middleton, I'm going to keep it real with you. I am not good at math. Never have been, never will be. I consistently get the times wrong uh, when I'm looking at the log. Uh, I took math for college readiness and got made fun of in uh, high school. So, I'm not a math guy. So, how much room do we have in cap? I couldn't begin to tell you. I'm not going to subtract and add and do things. However... Uh, I think Collins is interesting on the offensive line uh, for Jacksonville. Untagging Cam and all that, like, I, I I don't know if that's the best move, but Austin said earlier that he would rather them stay away from a guy like Collins because it just it makes it too messy. I actually disagree with that. I think if you think that this guy is a better player than what you currently have, I say you sign him and figure out your worst players at some other point in time, whether it's cutting him, whether it's trading him. If you think you can get better by signing Collins from Dallas, who is uh, released, and play him on the offensive line, I would do that twice on Sunday because at the end of the day, do you have a lot of good players? You have some. Do you have a ton? No. And could he make your team better? If the answer is yes, you sign him and you figure out whose position he's taking later on. So that's how I see that. Uh, But in terms of the cap space, yeah, I'm – I'm not a magic wizard. Brian Milton, you good at math? Oh, you are good at math. I forgot about that. Why am I good at math? What's going on? Don't you have a degree in math? Not math, but like finance or something? Uh, business. B- business. So you had to do, yeah, so you had to do some math, right? There was this, the first course that you have to take in the MBA program is called managerial decision analysis. Okay. It's uh, three words, and they could just end it by saying stats, statistics, but it's not just statistics. It's terrible. And the reason why they make you take it in your very first semester is because so many people failed it at at that point in time. I don't know what the numbers are now. I don't keep in touch with the university like that. But... It was so. It was such a terrible uh, course to take. I remember my professor's name. You don't care about this, and we're giving back to sports. Her okay. name is Barbara Price, uh, and she yep. and she was tough. Mm-hmm. Uh, but the way that she taught it made it easy for me. So I wouldn't say that I'm oh. good at math. Okay. But what I will say is, if it's taught in a certain way, then I can get it. I like that. 
All right, I, I appreciate that. You know, That's all you, I got. You got to appreciate the teachers that teach to your liking. Obviously, you know, there's other kids that probably didn't like it that way, but you know, it worked out for you, and that's really all I care about at this point. Because the other kids in your class, I don't care about, uh, unless they listen to the program. Then thank you so much. I do care about you. But other than that, we'll just leave it at that. Brian Milton, we got some cash or trash it or what? Cash it or trash it? Cash it or trash it? Come to bring me my money. On Action Sports Jack's Overtime. All right, Casey Kurtz, man. Yeah. We have, I feel like we haven't done this in a little bit. I know. I feel when is that right though? I think we've just been doing some like they just keep putting us on. They're like, you guys are just killing it in every sense of the word. Like we have to keep putting you on. So we've done so many shows this week, I don't even know what today is, so I feel like it has been a long time. Yeah, I know we did it last week actually, right? Yeah. But yeah, okay. That's what I, was I was trying to get past that, but yeah. No, I got you. That's okay. All right, first up, Casey Kurtz. Uh, let's keep it local. The Jacksonville Jaguars. Oh, yeah. Tossed around cash mm-hmm. at the start of free agency like there was no tomorrow. Mm-hmm. Shelling out nearly $260 million. I knew you the numbers. A hundred and fifty-five of that guaranteed. Yep, yep. Casey, as a Jags fan, this should give you hope about the direction of the team. Uh, cash it, yeah. Tell them to bring me my money. Yeah, I think you can't get hung up on the money that was, like, if you get hung up on the Chris Kirk contract, then it's probably going to make you mad, but, like, you shouldn't. If he makes the team better, he makes the team better. So you move on um, from that point. But, yeah, I think you should be excited. Like, they got better players. The team got better. Obviously, you lost guys like Miles Jack and DJ Chark, which is unfortunate, but Chris Kirk is a good football player. I don't think people are arguing that. Is he worth the money that they offered him in the contract? I think we're going to find out. And hopefully he is. I would love for him to be. I don't. I think it was a lot of money, but I think there's an opportunity that he can pay that off. So, uh, yeah, I think if you're a fan, you should be excited because they're trying to get better. They're actively trying to get better. You look at these guys, you can say they're good football players. Last year, there was no big-time splash, and I think people were disappointed about that due to the amount of money in the Urban Meyer situation. This year, you can call Christian Kirk whatever you want. They made a splash move to go get Christian Kirk. And... They got better. They got better in a lot of positions, not just wide receiver, but they definitely got better there. They got better at tight end, offensive line, defense as well. So, yeah, I think you should be excited if you're a Jags fan about the direction the team is now going. We'll just have to see what happens in the draft. Nice. Uh, Before we go to the next one, Casey, what is this talking about? Easy, Casey, you didn't know less of the... I'm guessing Mohicans. Is that what that's supposed to be? Yeah, so, uh, yeah, the Iowa Hawkeyes, it's not really, like, a Hawkeye, so I was finding out, like, there's no Hawkeye animal. Right. So then I was doing research on how that came about. Uh-huh. Apparently it came out of the book, and so I didn't know what that was, so then Brent and Austin made fun of me. And then when Brent was talking about, like, Marvel characters, he didn't know Hawkeye was a character, which is how I started that whole conversation. Got you. So then someone got at me. And it came from a book that was written in, like, the 1700s. I was, like, negative 210. I mean, you went to high school, right? (laughs) We didn't read it. Like, uh, Okay. Hey, man, no, no, Casey, you know what? I feel you, man. Uh Uh-huh. You didn't fail. Your school system failed you. Exactly. Huh? Yes. Exactly. Your school board failed you. Manatee County School Systems. What are we doing? Manatee. You know what I'm saying? We should have been reading that book instead of... The other books that we read. Could I tell you what they are? <laughs> not Absolutely <one>. <laughs> not. I can tell you that we read. Okay. Uh, what's that book called that everybody reads? The Scarlet Letter? No, I didn't read that. Uh, Silas Marner? Nope, neither did I either. I'm not as old as you, bro. Um, 
Bro, all of these are written like that. <laughs> I'm trying to figure out, did you read, uh, I don't know, Dr. Seuss in yeah. high school? I have no idea no, what you guys uh, are reading. Actually, no, 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 Dr. Seuss. What is that book called that everybody reads in high school? I don't know. When you say it, I'll probably be like, oh, yeah, you read that man. in middle school. Shout out to the Camden County School System. Somebody figure that book out, please. Anyway, go on to the next one. Next I'll think one. about it. Yeah, 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 look it up. Google it. Okay. okay. So regardless of how the Deshaun Watson Cleveland Brown saga played out, once they expressed that interest publicly, or at least it got out publicly, the Baker Mayfield future was over there. The relationship is not repairable, even if the Browns keep Baker next year. I am going to cash that. Tell him to bring me my money. But before I tell you why, I want to tell you that I Googled book that people read in high school, and the very first book that came up was the one I was looking for. Okay. To Kill a Mockingbird. Yeah, To Kill a Mockingbird. Okay, I got you. Well, don't say it like that. You didn't come up with it. I read it. So did I. Along with The Last of the Mohicans, man. I didn't read that one. I didn't read that. All right, all right. Yeah, uh, the Baker Mayfield relationship is beyond repair. That's what you're asking me, correct? Yeah. Yeah, it, it definitely is. He, When he randomly was draking, got in his feelings, and put out a, a love note to Cleveland and said, hey, you know, I, I gave it all my Cleveland. Oh. I gave it my all in Cleveland. That's what I was trying to say. Got you. Uh, that's when you kind of knew that it was kind of beyond the point of repair. Now you request a trade, and obviously it is. I Yeah, I think Baker's had enough with Cleveland. I think Cleveland's had enough with Baker, to be honest with you. I don't think this is going to get any better. He requests a trade. If he gets traded, even if he has to play, like will he play? I, I don't know if this situation's going to be any good, but I think Cleveland and Baker Mayfield are over, and the next progressive commercial is going to be Baker moving out of the whatever stadium that is. Might be clever. Also, an NCAA basketball tournament update. Georgia, uh, Gonzaga, 88. Georgia State, 65. They still haven't scored? Wow. Yeah. There we go. Next up, Chris Bryant in a Colorado Rockies uni will look weirder oh. to you than Freddie Freeman in a Dodgers one. That is a great question, but I'm going to have to trash it. Because, mm. look, Chris Bryant looked weird in a Giants uniform after he left the Cubs last year, so now I'm kind of used to it not being a Cubs uniform. But Freddie Freeman is going to be weird. But this is kind of how my mind thinks, and you might laugh. The Dodger and Braves uniforms are similar. Like, the home, the home white jerseys are, you know, just the name on them, which the Dodgers are. It's a different shade of blue, but I think it'll look somewhat familiar now that has nothing to do with it but i just find that funny and chris bryant when he left the cubs like he went from blue to uh orange so like you could obviously tell it wasn't a cubs uniform that really has nothing to do with it but freddie freeman will look definitely weird in a dodger uniform not being a brave but i've said this a couple times for braves fans i'll say it again matt olsen is a better baseball player than freddie freeman is so you did upgrade at first base what what you're gonna argue with me about this I'm not going to argue you anything in baseball. I'm just saying, mm -hmm. from my limited knowledge, I just that's an interest that you said that with so much conviction. You know what? That might come back up, and I said what I said. Okay. So I like that. Okay. Uh, I'll, I'll leave that there. But to answer your question, yeah, I think Freddie Freeman will look different, but Chris Bryant uh, is definitely going to look different in Colorado. And by the way, I know you don't know a lot about baseball in terms of, like, the deep, deep stuff into it. Do you know this about Colorado? Dudes hit way better in Colorado than anywhere else. And because of, like, the thin air? Yes. Yeah. The ball flies farther. Yeah. So, if they're going to pay you that much money and you get to hit in Colorado, Chris Bryant is a genius. Like, smartest man. And it's close to home. He's from uh, Vegas. So, 
genius move by Chris Bryant. Got the bag and gets the hit in Colorado. He might they might not win ever. Eh. Ever. Eh. But he might be hitting 40 home runs a year, and he might be close to home, and he's making bank. He might end up in the Hall of Fame if he keeps jacking home runs like that. Uh, he's already got the World Series with the Cubs. It means so much to what it will mean for the Hall of Fame votes. So, yeah, I think I think Freddie Freeman will look different, but that's baseball talk. What else we got? Listen, man, Chris Bryant said, tell him to bring me my money. I'll tell you what, he did. Uh, he, he earns it, though. I, I, I would say. All right, so next up. Yep. All four number one seeds will move on to the Sweet 16. Uh, Gonzaga, Arizona, Bears. So you have to win Kansas. twice, right? Yeah. Trash it. Whoa. Uh, I, I, I goofed that up. I was thinking three times. But I'll, I'll stand by it. Gonzaga's going to lose. I like it. That's all I, I got. like the commitment. Because I, yeah. I, Let's move on, though. Because yeah, that makes no sense. Yeah, I'm pulling that. That's going on Twitter and IG. All four awesome. number four seeds will make it to the Sweet 16. That's Arkansas, UCLA, Illinois. Providence. Okay, this time I'm I'm sure trash it. Because Arkansas will get there. Illinois. Uh, I forget the last one you said, but UCLA is losing to IU after IU wins tonight. Providence. Oh yeah, Providence. The Brent Martin knows. Oh yeah, the Brent Martin knows. Uh, makes me like them less. But listen, all I know is UCLA loses because IU wins tonight. They go to the second round, they beat them again, they stun the world. IU goes to the Sweet 16 and then loses. So I stand by my my statement on that one, and I have reasoning. All right, next up. Yep. So now the way you were talking about this team, I think a little over a week ago, makes you sound like a fan or at least fan adjacent. Casey Kurtz, you are still a believer of the Arizona Wildcats winning it all. Cash it. Tell them to bring me my money. So I have I've t- I've said this a couple times. There's two teams that I really really like to win it. It's just unfortunate they would have to play each other pretty early on in this process, and that's Tennessee and Arizona. I like Tennessee a little bit more, but Arizona I think is definitely capable of winning. Uh, they showed some uh, some heart, I guess, in the conference tournament. They were down to UCLA. They came back. They fought. They have good quality players. They play defense. So I think Arizona can definitely win it. Um, I believe I have them winning it on the bracket on ESPN690.com. In our bracket challenge, the other one I have Tennessee, but Arizona can absolutely win it. All right. Next up, are you familiar with the name Spencer Dinwiddie? Uh, is this it? Is this a yes and then there's a follow-up? or is this Yeah, just... this, this isn't the cash-in part. Oh, yeah, yes, that... I am familiar. Okay. So Spencer Dinwiddie is a top 10 name in all of professional U.S. sports right now. U.S. born or just play in U.S. sports? You're just playing U.S. sports right now. I do like his name. I'll cash it. Tell him to bring me my money. I like Dinwiddie. I do like that part of it. Do you have like a a list that you're going to give me? Or is that no just... list? I mean, you could do a couple. I always like names that are like hyphenated, like uh, Clyde Edwards Hilaire. I like the hyphenation okay. one like, when they roll the top. Or uh, what's the other dude? Ha ha, Clinton Dix. Clinton Dix is an all-time name. Oh, man. When you hyphenate your name, I don't know why you hyphenate your name, but, man, it rolls off the tongue better. Okay. That's what I'm saying. How about uh, Trace Jackson Davis? Okay, you know, yeah, I like it. No? Yeah, I like it, you know. Uh, you know who that is? Plays for IU. Give me... The team's going to beat UCLA. Give me a, a hockey player uh, that you... Because I know you're you're big into the NHL. Give me a hockey, a hockey player that has, like, a name that's just like, you know what? 
It rolls off the tongue. Talking about Smith Pelly? Like that. Devontae Smith Pelly? I like that. Right there? Yeah. The NHL? Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, I like that it's right there. It's a good there. one. Okay. I like what you're saying about the hyphenated names. It I, just works. So Amanda wanted to hyphenate her name, but her first, Whoa. like, the name was way too long. I said, no, that's not a good idea. Okay, that's interesting. So you took a look at it, and you were actually debating because she was like, I think I would like to do this. And, and you were like, there's too many syllables before you get to my last name. It's just a lot. You know, like it's, it would be like 50 letters. Like yeah. it's just so much. A lot of consonants. Yeah. Just like, then you, you know, you get to your last name, Kurtz. It's so simple. It's just like, oh, let's just, let's wrap it up. I'm saying, I'm saying. Okay. Final one, Casey Kurtz. All right. From the world of the NFL again, Troy Eggman and Joe Buck. Mm-hmm. Definitely plotted to move from Fox Sports to ESPN Monday Night Football years in advance. It's almost like a Katie and Kyrie thing. This is all a little bit too convenient. Wouldn't you agree? I would agree, yes. Tell them to bring me my money. Yep, didn't know if we were going for more. Yeah, I think it is a little too convenient. Um, But I think it's good for ESPN because they've been moving that booth around a lot since John Gruden left. Um, They needed some stability. And look... People don't love Joe Bug. People don't love Troy Aikman, but they've been together. They've been doing it for a long time. Uh, Troy Aikman, obviously a respected player. So I think it will be good for ESPN because ESPN wants to make Monday Night Football marquee, and they have a marquee team. Are they the best team? That's up for debate, but I think they're a name and team that you know, so to pair it with ESPN works. That being said, you'll catch me on the Manning cast. <laughs> well, that's it for vague headlines, Casey. I like them. I like them. We got through. We were rolling through them here on Action Sports Jacks Overtime. We got more to do, 20 minutes or so to go. Then we'll give you more coverage of Westwood 1 and the NCAA tournament. So we will do that right after we're done at 7 o'clock. Until then, we got more to do. More on Matt Olson, as I said, and more talk of everything going on in sports. We'll be right back. Action Sports Jacks Overtime, ESPN 690. They did it. The Gonzaga whatevers pull off the first round win. Just when it was looking like the fake GSU was going to win. Just when Georgia State was looking to be in the best position they've ever been in. They didn't score again, it feels like. 93-72 win for Gonzaga. Great. Awesome. The chalk, the chalk pickers continue to win. Brad Martineau laughing somewhere on a beach looking at the Gulf of Mexico. Brian Middleton laughing in the control room. Not as luxury, but still laughing. Austin Lane laughing at the gym. That's okay. Gonzaga showed weakness today. And that's all I really need to know. I feel even better about my pick now that it will not be Gonzaga to win. Action Sports Jacks Overtime ESPN 690. Brian Middleton on the ones and twos. Casey Kurtz with you here. As well, so Gonzaga gets it done. They beat Georgia State. North Carolina is less than a minute away from winning by 20 over Marquette. They will advance. Gonzaga will play Memphis, by the way. Don't have the bracket in front of me. I forget who North Carolina will play. Do we know that yet, Brian Middleton? Do you remember that? Not the top of my head. No, sir. Well, we'll figure that information out for you, but those are the two teams that will advance uh, in the latest situation as we go to the schedule. Coming up next at 6.50, the next game oh that gosh. will tip off. Who do you want to know? Say it again. North Carolina, who will they play next? They'll play the 
They, hey, I got you. You know what I'm going to pull. The Baylor Bears. Wow. Oh, yeah, you're right about that. North Carolina and the Baylor Bears, my well, boys. They can wrap that up. That'll be I it. I can head on back to Tar Heel country. That'll be it for North Carolina. Yep. Uh, so. Grand uh, that, opening, grand closing. <laughs> that one has gone to final 95-63. North Carolina. So, next tip off at 6.50, about seven minutes away, roughly, Connecticut and New Mexico State. Connecticut a five seed, New Mexico State a 12 seed, the Aggies. Uh, didn't you like the Aggies? Didn't we talk about that? Got them in all four of my brackets. Winning. Didn't didn't even do it for the sake of just switching it up just in case I got it wrong. Man, I'm telling you guys, first of all, I picked a lot of these games not based off of stats because I get that wrong every year. Like, stuff that I feel like I would normally see, but I overthink it. Mm -hmm. So I didn't do that with a lot of games this year. With a few games I did. But for this one right here, because I love the city of Albuquerque so much, went there for the first time a couple years ago. Casey, you and Amanda got to go. Huh? Mm. It doesn't seem like one of those destination spots, and it's not. But it's quaint. They got some good food there. Okay. And they got some stuff that you can do, you know. It's it's just like a small Jackson. There's like a Jacksonville Junior, except a lot. It's it's browner, like the the walls, the building, the dirt. It's not as much green there. Okay. See, let me ask you this: You've been to Albuquerque. Did you go to the Breaking Bad house? I did not go to the Breaking Bad house. I've heard that lady's like really mean. Have you seen those stories? I have not heard. Like those people stories. like get out of their car, take a picture, and she like yells at them. Oh, I get that. Yeah. I mean, I get that. I get it, too. Shouldn't have to do that, but I get it. Yeah, on, like, she's doing too much, you know? Like, it's just a picture. Like, calm down. Like, you bought the house, you know what I'm saying? You knew what time like, it was. Like, you knew what was going on. You, you knew, knew what, what was going to happen. Was. You seen Breaking Bad? I've watched Breaking Bad. Yeah, I figured. Yeah. Um, oh, okay, I don't know, how to, don't know how to take that one. All right. Every Everybody has. What are you talking about? I don't know. I figured. Well, it's a popular show that, like, everybody watched. She's a bit snarky. That's all I'm saying. See, sound a bit snarky. Okay. 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 Anyway, I got better news to report than you and your my snarkiness, I guess, how that works. Uh, our guy John still has a perfect bracket. He's wow. eight for eight. He's eight for eight. By the way, second place in solo second with seven of eight so far, Amanda Kurtz. You I that? want winners. I'll tell you what. You got yourself we one, got man. one. We got one. By the way, uh, third place, that would be Casey Kurtz. Um, and a few others, including Brett Martineau. I need a boo. What's a boo sound? <laughs> and we find Brian Cow. You can you can search it up yourself. ESPN690.com. And then we here we find Brian Middleton. Where am I at? With five of eight. Oh, I thought it was like five points. Five, <laughs> well, yeah, five points, but there's only eight games played. So you have five of the eight correct. So five points, whatever. How do you oh, want to look at it? You got five. I got six. Amanda got seven. John is a perfect eight for eight right now. So, wonder I can't like I said I can't see who he has, uh, but going for perfection still at 6:45 on the first day of the tournament. So, like I said, New Mexico State and UConn will be the next tip-off. St. Peter's and Kentucky after that, Indiana and St. Mary's after that, and then San Diego State and Creighton. So that's what's on deck for the tournament. Those are the next games uh, for transparency. Brian Middleton, I got UConn, Kentucky, Indiana, and San Diego State in those games. How do you feel about that? I feel like you got – say it one more time. I know you got at least two of them wrong. Connecticut. Wrong. Kentucky. Right. Indiana. Wrong. And San Diego State. Uh, It's a toss-up depending on which bracket I'm on because I like San Diego as well. I think I got them all. 
to be honest with you. But only time will tell. Only time will tell. And there'll be more games you can hear tonight on ESPN 690. As the night goes on, Murray State, you'll probably hear a little bit of that. Our boys at Arkansas, you'll probably hear that one a bit. Kansas is the late, late game. UCLA and Akron is in the middle. By the way, tomorrow at 12-15, you got Loyola and Ohio State. You got... Against all odds, Jacksonville State and Auburn, those games you'll be able to hear. Like I said, they'll go back and forth on them right before Action Sports Jacks on ESPN 690 tomorrow at noon. So all kinds of tournament coverage right here on ESPN 690. One perfect bracket in the event still to play. I said what I said on the other side. Brian Middleton will be right back. Action Sports Jacks overtime ESPN 690. It's about that time. Action Sports Jacks Overtime ESPN 690. A great segment from Brian Middleton. It's called I Said What I Said. Pretty much give some takes and then say I said what I said. There's a sound. It's pretty good. I enjoy it. I, I always know what's happening, and I never prepare fully enough. I always come up with like two, and then I'm like, all right, this is good. But then I'm always struggling for others. Uh, you, you're a better ad-libber anyway. You know what? It's true. When I plan things out, it just goes terribly wrong. So uh, I, I have some good ones. I have one that I'm going to involve you in. We'll get to that one in a second. But uh, obviously I teased one about baseball, so we'll probably do that one first. But, Brian Middleton, what do you have? You know what, Casey? You go first this time. I've been going first ahead of you so often. Oh, okay. I want you to go first, man. Thank you. I appreciate you know, that. Nice you're guy. a part of this duo. You get to go in front of me in front of the door first. You know what I mean? Let me hold the door open for you. No. No, no, no. I, I clearly remember when we went out to fight the geese, you pushed me out first. But that That's sounds a- like a lie. I don't even think that the few <laughs> listeners that we have believe that. That's fair. All right, listen. I'll start it off with the baseball one. Like I said, listen, Braves fans, I get it. You love Freddie Freeman as you should. But here's the deal, and it's pretty straightforward. Matt Olson, your new first baseman, is better than Freddie Freeman by a lot. Let's just start where it makes sense. Freddie Freeman wanted six years. The Braves didn't want to give him it. Six years from now, Freddie Freeman will be 38 years old. Matt Olson will be 33. So let's just start there. Big age difference, all right? So it makes more sense to sign Matt Olson than Freddie Freeman. All right, let's go to war. Wins above replacement. Key stat in baseball. Freddie Freeman last year, 4.7. Very respectable. Matt Olson, 5.8. Matt Olson, 39 home runs. Freddie Freeman, 31. Very respectable because Freddie Freeman also hit 300. Matt Olson hit 271, which is incredibly uh, respectable as well. I'm not going to give you every stat, but I'm going to tell you right now, OPS plus another key stat, Freddie Freeman, 133. Absolutely incredible if Matt Olson's wasn't 153. Stats don't lie. Matt Olson is younger and a better baseball player than Freddie Freeman. So, Braves fans, why don't you get over it? Freddie gone. He left you. Matt Olson is better. You're in a better spot. Brian Middleton. I said what I said. You're dang right I did. What you got? Wow. This is true. Passionate. This is true. I'm a Rays fan. Coming from a Rays fan. Yeah, I'd take any of them, but... Yeah, we got G-Man, so. Okay. Yep. Gonzaga. Oh, my. Are you serious? I, hey, listen. Like I said before, you guys are the Green Bay Packers of men's college basketball. At this point, 
I pick y'all because y'all have to be due. Two sweet 16s, two elite 8s, two runner-ups since 2015, 222s like I'm Rick Ross. Get it together, Bulldogs. Y'all more like UGA's football team before they broke through this year, like I said earlier. So be like the Bulldogs of UGA and break through. Because right now, it's a lot of big hat and no cattle. Casey Kurtz. I said what I said. I'm never talking about Gonzaga again. I don't care if they win. We're not talking about them. Or I'm not. I'll just sit here and you can do the show. Okay. Why does everybody love Gonzaga? Like, it's just, y'all are just chalk, man. Go down to the Walmart and pick up some chalk. And then color on the sidewalk. I got bars, right? <laughs> huh? Anyway, listen. All right, here's the one I'm bringing you in on. Because me and Austin had this argument. Coleslaw. You familiar with it? I am. Does it go on subs, yes or no? Uh, woof. What do you mean? I'm going to say... I'm going to say it can, but I've never had it on a sub. I never even thought to put it on a sub. Wow. All right, you're going to like this even more then. Cold slaw does not go on a sub. What are we talking about? I got a chicken tender sub at Publix. Uh Austin said, yeah, cold slaw on it. I said, absolutely not. Of course not. That's the worst thing that ever could have been invented. He said, that's what the Jag sub is. I said, I didn't get the Jag sub. I want the Jag sub. I want a chicken tender sub with buffalo sauce. And then he told me I shouldn't have got buffalo sauce. So, first of all, if anyone's taking eating advice, don't take it from Austin Lane. Have you seen him? He's skinny. I'm fat. I know eating. Okay? If anybody knows anything about anything, it's me and eating. Coleslaw does not go on a sub, let alone a chicken tender sub, Brian Middleton. I said what I said. What the heck? And I'm not changing on it, Okay. Oh, uh, yeah. yeah. I like that. Is that new? Yeah. yeah, yeah I, like I got that. two of them. I just never played the longer one. Okay, I'm going to try to get this in real quick, Casey. I may get cut off. Here we go. Do what you got to do. Casey, three, three things I know are true. First of all, Silky's Chicken and Champagne Bar over in Springfield. I've told you about this. In the running for the best restaurant north of Orlando, probably the whole state. I'm telling you, if you haven't been there, Casey. Wait a minute. What's happening? Are they getting a free commercial? What was that? I'm trying to help you out. Okay. We'll have to start this over one day. Because now it's like 6.58. But here we go. You need to take Amanda there. That was my point. Number two. Okay. <laughs> I don't even know where to go with this now. Just keep going. No, my momentum's messed up, Casey Curse. I'll get to the point right now. Please do. Wawa is giving some of these fast food places a run for their money. Wawa, have you had the sandwiches? Yeah. Um, have you had the soups? The paninis? The snickerdoodle cookies. You know I've had those. Wawa is a problem out here. Tell McDonald's and Burger King to tighten up. Fix that McFlurry machine, Casey. I'll tell you what. Casey Kurtz. I said what I said. Bro, I thought we were going to have a walking ad. I didn't know what it we It wasn't were... a walking ad. I was done at that point, and then I was going to get into the joke. But Casey Kurtz stopped the whole thing. It's cool. I just didn't want anybody getting something they didn't pay for. You good? You good? Sometimes That's... you got to give a little to get a little. I see this is a conversation we should have had before now, probably, then. Huh? All right. Well, nevertheless, that's it for that because we're out of time. Uh, that's unfortunate how that played out, but I just wanted to make sure everyone's getting what they paid for, and I didn't think anybody was paying for anything. So we got to roll. Uh, coverage coming up, March Madness. Me and Brian are out. We're back on Monday. Have a good weekend. We'll talk to you then. I want to eat a spicy chicken in my Tesla. <laughs> is it too much to ask?